Hello, what is going on world, long time no talk, I am your host Jay Merck of OK Let's Talk Podcast. Today's episode, my new release, Destroy Your Idols, available everywhere where digital music is streamed and purchased. I'm just going to just briefly talk about it. And, uh, you know, the backstory and get you a little bit acclimated behind the the concept. Um, Before I begin, I'd like to say a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely that of my own and no one else. So let's get right into it. Destroy your idols. Wow. Uh, This is a project that I... This is a project that I've been working on for the better part of four years now. Um, I, I, when I mean working on it, I mean kind of like on and off and on. It wasn't like a constant, you know, uh, building process. Now, the thing is, um, this project got started right after I did the Born Dead project with BBZ Darney. And it didn't conclude up until fourth quarter of last year. So, um... Right before the release of Never Die Easy, that's when this project got finished. So, call it a hiatus or whatever, I I don't know, but um, a majority of the songs were already completed. It was just they weren't finished being mixed and mastered until last year. So, it it was a while. Um, There were certain elements that happened that made it uh, take so long. Um, one of them is my producer, DJ Sadu, who produced the whole project, uh, musically, he was going in a different direction, there was some personal things in his life that made him decide to, you know, take a step back from the music and, and try other music, other different forms of music, um, different forms of art, like photography and things like that, so... You know, we're working on the project, we had a lot of momentum, and then all of a sudden some things in his happened some things in his life happened to him, and uh he decided to, you know, take a break from it. And um I, I thought the project was uh pretty much dead at, at that point. Not 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 dead like um musically, because I recorded, you know, a handful like uh an album's worth of material for it on my end. Um but I you know, I was just waiting around for the producer to add the post-production you know the edits the the, the mixing and all that but uh, you know spiritually mentally emotionally he was just in a different place and i was going in a different place and um i also felt that it wasn't the right time to drop it when as soon as it was completed because there's so many uh circumstances surrounding it uh you know destroy your idols is an album that is, you know, the title speaks for itself. You know, it's really um, anti-establishment. It's very anti, you know, big government, big pharma, uh, anti. It's it's kind of, I, I don't want to say Luddite, but it's kind of sort of um, showing people, hey, um, we have to get rid of everything that we're doing. We have to destroy and rebuild. We have to, you know, get rid of the old system and create a new one. Um, I kind of want to have like a sci-fi tinge to it. Um, it's sort of like, um, 
quasi counter terrorist uh, movement, um, like the Weatherman, like um, uh, like the original Occupy movement, like uh, back in the day in Seattle, there was like a huge riot over there. It was like preoccupy movement where people were just like destroying shit and like domestic terrorism and I, I just wanted to be about everything like like you know cybernetics transhumanism uh terrorism uh, it's just i just i wanted to be about everything about the future about um this new digital revolution the the this new millennium this new consciousness this there was so much going on and the album, you know, it was basically destroy everybody, fuck everybody. The images I had in my head, um, and when when the album is released on the physical format in a few months, you will see the the artwork design. I don't want to say too much. I want to keep it a surprise, but you will see underlying elements of um, people destroying um, sort of idols that they had. Um, when ISIS took over a few, a few years back, they took over. Um, I think it was in Iraq. Uh, they they destroyed like ancient artifacts, and there's photos of them like destroying these beautiful ancient artifacts. And um, when 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 people are ruled under tyranny, you know they destroy. When when the leadership gets opposed or overthrown in a revolt, you know they destroy the statues of the person. Like uh, Saddam Hussein uh, was another image I had in my my head when. Um, when that when he got hung, and then the trial was over, people were just going crazy and destroying his his statues and and going crazy. These are sort of the underlying images and and themes that I had um, about the album going into it. But while that was happening, um, there were so many scandals, uh, sex scandals, allegations. Uh, a lot of political drama, a lot of a lot of drama, a lot of beef, a lot of psyops, psychological operations. There were so many things going on, and destroy your idols was a cathartic, um, a sort of a catharsis uh, thing where I wanted everyone to just fall from grace and just get overthrown and and just destroyed and dismantled. You know, everyone all across the board, like all the famous people political figures, TV personalities, politi- politicians. Like, I wanted all these guys to just get engulfed in the fire. And um, when I did this album, I actually prayed. I, I'm a very spiritual person. Person, um, I don't pray often. I, I, I pray when I'm thankful for something. Like, when something happens, I'm thankful for it. I'll, I'll pray. Or I'll pray when um, the, the burden is just too much. When, the, when the things are feeling spiritually heavy on my soul my conscience, on my heart, on my mind, um, when things are just too heavy, I'll, I'll turn to prayer. And um, before all the allegations and scandals that happened the last few years, uh, this was about 15, 16, 2015, 2016. Um, this, was, this was prior to all of those scandals and the Me Too movement and all those things. This was like right before that. And like I kind of like, um, I don't want to say I'm a... I'm a, a sort of a visionary, but I kind of foresee, you know, I, I take the trends, the data, I, I kind of see where things are going, where, where the trends are happening, and I kind of oversee, oversaw that this was going to happen. Um, you know, the, the writing was on the wall, the, the calm before the storm, you know, I, I kind of felt it. So um, I prayed to God, and I had the vision for the album, you know, Destroy Your Idols. 
Like I said in Never Die Easy, one of the songs that we originally did for it was plucked for Never Die Easy. And um, there is some underlying um, themes there when I talk about, you know, I, I pray to false idols or fall. You know, that, that that was so true. And every album I do on the last song, I try to give little clues about what the next project would be like. So there's a, a few gems in there that, that pre prelude or foreshadow this project. And when I put all my energy out to the universe and created this project, um, I started to see the domino effect happen. As soon as this project was created, I started to see all the scandals unfold, people going to jail, uh, allegations. Um, there's too many to name. I mean, if, if, you, if you've been in a bubble the past three, four years, then you obviously don't know what I'm talking about. But if you're someone who's up to date on current events, news, uh, politics, um, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And um, I think for the producer, the, the, the content was a little bit too hot, you know, it was too, too hot potato for him. Um, and don't get it twisted. Didis Hadou, that's my brother. I love him to death. Um, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, it came out this way and it is what it is. There was originally a couple more songs that were in the lineup, but we took them out because they were a little bit too controversial, a little bit too political. Um, we kind of wanted to strip it down to that and we kind of wanted to make it a little bit more for everybody. Uh, well, I, I, I did personally. I, don't, I can't speak for Sadu. I can only speak for me. Um, so, but I mean, you can still hear these songs. Um, if you look up the Hillary prison video that I did, um, if you look up the, uh, or all the last track from the story, uh, from Never Die Easy. Um, so those two tracks, um, also the J Merkaba video I did, Holy War, that was another one. Um, so there was like, there was like four songs that, that, that got taken out of the lineup just to make it more of a cohesive project to make it less um you know po poignant um just to make it a little bit more uh easy listening we took those songs out or i took those songs out i should say and uh yeah so destroy your idols to me that the, the concept is just it's such a, a strong concept man it's a destroying rebuilding um all the people you thought you loved and admired they're really not the people you thought they were you know the the veil of secrecy, you know, what, what goes on behind closed doors. And, um, you know, in our country, we do a lot of things in the media where we build people up to such a high degree. Um, we, we, we put them on this pedestal. We, we put them up high. We make sure their faces are seen everywhere on billboards, magazines, TV, their voice on radio, whatever the case is. And then one little scandal comes out to the open and then we'll, we'll take all that. We, we the, all the, the resources and energy and things that we did to put them up on this pedestal, we love to take them down off it just as fast, and we like to kick the chair from underneath them, and uh, we'll we'll use all our resources to to burn these people, and and you know it's a it's, it's a destroy and rebuild love hate thing, they they love you they hate you they love you again sort of thing. The media is notorious for doing these things, so I was just kind of playing playing off of that, you know. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down the track listing one by one and, and talk a little bit about each song and the concept behind it and my thought process for writing it. Um, musically, the sound I wanted, I did want it to have like a futuristic kind of electronic sound. 
um, I'm not, I'm not the the biggest fan per se, but um, I do have like the early like LP albums and like Def Jux, Definitive Jux. If you're not familiar, um, you know their sound was definitely a very futuristic sound, like the Cannibal Ox Covain album, um, and I you know I people always tell me, oh, this kind of sounds like LP or whatever. That wasn't the attention to to sound like him, but um, that was kind of the theme that I wanted. Um, a lot of people say, oh, it sounds like the Run the Jewels album. I've actually never heard any Run the Jewels album in in uh, entirety. I have might have caught a few songs on the YouTube, little clips of videos and stuff like that. Um, you know, from what I've heard and seen so far, like, it, it, it's, it's dope, but um, I've never heard it. Um, we don't like to, we, we'll, we'll like to have elements of familiarity in the genre, and we want to have themes that are similar, but we like to make our music our own, we don't like to copy other people, we don't like to, we, we, we have our own sound, our own styles, and if you do listen, it is different, conceptually, from what they're doing. But that is, like, the only thing I can compare it to, is kind of like a LP, sort of like a futuristic uh, production, since a lot of synths. Um, DJ Sadu is a composer. He could write like musical scores and stuff like that. So um, he's sort of like the the super producer. You know, he could edit the videos. He does animation. He graphic design. He does the mixing, the mastering, the the comp- composition. The he he's just the total package super producer. So um, a few of those songs uh, w- we had different versions of. Like we don't just settle on one version of a song. We'll make a song. And then he'll take my acapellas and then, like, have three different beats over the same song and say, hey, which one do you like? And then we pick. It is a lengthy process. Um, so the whole album was kind of, like, on a hiatus the last few years. But when Never Die Easy came out, DJ Sadu had to help me um, with the last song on Never Die Easy. And he had to help me do the premix for it. And while he was doing that... Um, he sent me a couple songs for Destroy Your Idols, and he's like, hey man, I'm sorry for the long wait, but I did end up finishing mixing and mastering these, these songs for Destroy Your Idols, I hope you like it, and I did use them. So, literally from after Born Dead, which is about 2015 to early 2016, uh, to last year, late last year, uh, the album, you know, it's it's just it just got finished. You know, the last two songs were the pieces to the puzzle, and uh, so so it 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 did. We did work on it years ago. Took a little break and then finished the cherry on the top uh, late last year. So you are hearing, you know, um, something that's uh, fine wine, like something that it took a while to craft and build. Um, but but necessarily, you know, we are pretty quick at what we do. We just go in the studio. And, and do what we have to do, and then um, we'll come back to it a few years later, listen to it with fresh ears, and say, hey, maybe I could change this mix, maybe I can change that, you know, sometimes this, this takes years, you know, um, that's just me, I'm a weird artist, I'm, the, I'm a weird artist that spends years crafting and making sure my album is, like, flawless, um, I know that's very unconventional, albeit today's standards, you know, people will literally record a song, and they don't even finish it. They'll just throw it straight on SoundCloud, straight on YouTube, and that's it. You know, it, it, it goes straight from, you know, the recording station to the public, like, instantly published. Um, that's something I, I don't do. So, 
this was a whole process and um, I trust the process and I'm a very patient person. If a producer needs the time, he's got stuff in his personal life, hey, I get it. Take your time, work on it, come back. I'm, I am overly patient. I am super patient. I am probably the most patient artist. Um, you know, I, I'm, I, I work with my producers and I take the time and I make sure I get the best out of them. You know, usually producers is the other way around. They want to get the best out of the artists, but like, no, I challenge my producers. Um, I'm, I'm not just a, 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 a rapper, you know, I'm an artist. Like, um, I challenge my producers. I'm, I'm directing talent. I'm like a coach. Um, I take talent and I, and I make them better. When a producer sends me a beat, you know, I'm like, Hey man, can you, can you change this? Or uh, I have a very post production, post edit kind of mind. So like, like, you know, um, Hey, can you take this? Can you move it here? Sequence it, this, take that, make that the intro. Um, you know, I never settle. Um, I'm from the, the, the post edit school where like people can record a verse. They'll take a couple words from your verse, chop it up, sequence it and make a hook out of it. And then, you know, I'm, I'm very post edit oriented. Um, and a lot of my producers, you know, they, they need that because, you know, producers just create. You know, but when they have that outside force that can just take a step back and look from the outside looking in and be like, oh, okay, I can see where you're going, but you just need to arrange that, change that, make that this and uh, turn that down, put that, you know, I, I kind of like co-produce everything that I do to make that sound, that, that, that perfect sound that we can all agree like, hey, I really like this, you know, it, and it's a team effort. It's it's not me. It's not just them. It, it's it's kind of a team effort. Um so on this project, uh, you're going to hear sort of like a, a different sound, a sound that we created specifically. It's not like boom bap. It's not traditional hip hop. It's a sound that we fucking decided to to create. And um, I do have a few guitar players on this album um, on the track Your Bitch. I got my homie Frank on the guitars. And then on the last song, Welcome to the Future, I got this uh, cat out in Iowa named Keanu Shioya. Uh, who's really fucking dope, really dope guitar player. So I'm really, really stoked that I got I got those two guys playing guitar on this. So um, now that we talked a little bit about the backstory and all that, let's let's get into the actual song titles. And then uh, I actually don't have the song titles memorized. I'm going on my iTunes and, and looking at it. Okay, so um, it's seven tracks. Track one, Biometrica. Track two, Psilocybin. Track three, The Coalition. Track four, Your Bitch. Featuring Leaf and Bravo. Shout out Leaf and Bravo. Uh, track five, Time Doesn't Exist. Uh, track six, Focus. Track seven, Welcome to the Future. So I'm going to do a quick rundown. I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. So let's let's get right into it. Um, Biometrica. Um, biometrics, if you're not familiar, that is the digitization of your physical body, basically. Um, not every employer has this, but there's some employers where... Instead of clocking in a punch card or a code or whatever, your time clock, you scan your thumbprint. That's called biometrics. It's the digitization of your um, your personal human uh, physical data, right? And that's the sort of um, the digitization of human, the human body, of the human consciousness and spirit. Um, I, I kind of wanted to have a perspective of like someone traveling into the future uh, traveling back into the future, traveling into the future, like kind of like a time traveler. Um, during the 2015 election um, or 2016 election, there's a lot of uh, 
psyops and a lot of people uh, picking sides and intense polarization. So I kind of wanted to be like um, some Star Trek, you know, where I, I go in time, I go back in time, and it's like, whoa, like, these people are fucked. Like, <laughs> this is the choices that they have. I can't wait to see what the next four years is like. And um, that's another reason why I kind of wanted to drop the album now, because this is the tail end of all that. And now we got all that out of the way and all that bullshit and all the psyops and all the polarization and the fighting and all that crazy shit. Let's 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 get past that and let's rebuild something. Let's let's start over. So Biometrica is just the intro track. Um, You know, just what I see every day on the day to day living this futuristic uh, matrix life. Uh, the paradigm of, of the digital realm and, and the virtual reality and the augmented reality and the, 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 the shit still going on. You know, we have all this stuff, but we still have problems. We still have humanity. We still have crime in the streets. We still have poverty. We still have so many hurdles we have to overcome, you know, physically, uh, monetarily, and spiritually. So Biometrica is just me, you know, just, just going in on, on all that shit. Uh, track two, psilocybin. Psilocybin is the uh, scientific term for magic mushrooms. I was on mushrooms when I wrote and recorded it. And uh, I, I kind of wanted to dig deep in my subconscious mind and pull things out. Um, you know, I talk about electricity, electrical currents, uh, creating consciousness. And um, I'm digging deep about society. Uh, a little point, a little poignant where I'm talking about, you know, we you know, we drink water, not from a, a stream or a, a river or a lake or whatever, you know, we're drinking it from fucking plastic bottles. And uh, I'm just showing, you know, uh, it, uh, an example of where humanity should be and where we're at, sort of like a dichotomy of, you know, we're, we're very far from our natural self, you know, we're, we're living a different version of what we should be. We, you know, things are more synthetic. Things are more artificial. You know, um, I'm trying to show that when you do these things, when you reach deep into your, your subconscious mind, or if you're hallucinating or whatever, you're having that spiritual journey, that trip, that shamanic vision, um, you kind of want to get away from the matrix. You kind of want to be in the forest. You kind of want to be in nature. You want to fucking take your shoes off and walk barefoot in the damn grass. You want to eat, you want to fucking eat real food. You want to um, go to the fucking river and fucking, or stream or whatever. Drink, drink real water with your hands and like, you know, um, I'm, I'm just trying to show, you know, um, where humanity's needs and energy comes from and um, the, the dichotomy between the natural way of life and the synthetic way so kind of like analog digital a lot a lot going on um yeah so i don't i don't want to give away too much because you know music is for everybody i write lyrics that have a an intended message but um i don't post lyrics of my stuff because i i don't want people it, it means something different to everyone else i don't want to have a definitive meaning like hey this is what it is even though yeah i, I could but I kind of want to leave it up to the listener for what it means to them, you know. That's the gift of music because it means something to the person who wrote it, but it also means something different, slightly different, or completely different to the listener. Um, I don't want to ruin the listener experience. So if there's certain things that you pick up and it means something to you, then great. And that's what it means to you. So I don't want to uh, say too much because there is a lot of Easter eggs and 
different gems in there and double entendres and metaphors and things like that. You have to read between the lines. And if you're really good at catching those things, then you, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. Um, now, The Coalition is just a track that we did. Uh, we actually did that to a different beat. And this, The Coalition was probably the first track, one of the first tracks I did. Coalition was probably recorded before I even started this project. Um, before me and Sadu started this project, we were making songs for years, a couple years before that. Just, just here and there, a couple songs here and there. Um, and, and this is one of those here and there songs before I even started this project. And it was on a different beat. And then he's like, hey, man, I took your verse, your acapellas, and I, I did a different beat. Check this one out. And I heard it, and it was jazzy, and it just had this funky vibe, and it just... This the neck snap to it. It's just you know, like it, it's just a beautiful beat. The other beat was dope too, but this one is just uh, it just captures the essence of the verse. Um, Coalition is pretty pretty much about you know just um everyday life, society, um you know struggling, you know the 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 up and coming grind, the daily grind of that we need, you know. Just this introspectively looking at life and examining, you know the. The, the dynamics of uh, wealth and money and um, poverty and crime and, and just just talking about life very introspective very humble very simple uh, track four your bitch featuring Leaf and Bravo um, that was something that we all did in the studio together that wasn't like an emailed verses or nothing like we we're all vibing out in the studio um, Sado had sent me like a new beat that was kind of funky nineties um, that though that beat exactly like. Some of these songs were influenced by, like, a few different artists. Like, I, I remember telling my producer, Sadu, like, hey, man, um, check this check this out. Check this song out from this artist or that artist. So, like, I would send him stuff like, you know, like, Dr. Dre shit. I would send him shit like, like Michael Jackson shit. Um, specifically, the album he did with Dark Child, Rod- Rodney Jenkins. Um, I think it was called Unbreakable. Um there was a lot of hip hop production on there, but it was kind of like, uh, it had a very like futuristic sound where they were, they were using like glitches, they were glitching things and manipulating things, stuttering things. Um, but it had like an R and B sort of, um, so like, um, I was like spoon feeding him different things to listen to, to kind of catch a vibe. And, um, I could definitely tell that he took one of those dark child, uh, vibes and totally just, uh, ran with it and I love it. I fucking love it. Um, shout out to Dark Child, by the way. Shout out to um, Dr. Dre. Um, I love these guys' sound. You know, definitely love love the sound. And uh, that that's something that we just did in the studio, vibing out. You know, messing around. You know, smoking, catching a vibe. You know, having a few beers, and and that's what that's what came out. There's really no concept behind it. It's just like you know, just. Just like you know, a track, you know, a a cool out party vibe, something lighthearted to lighten the mood a little bit. Um, on the song, you kind of need that, you know. You kind of want to have a little bit of lighthearted stuff in there. You don't want to be too serious all the time because your listeners will just you know tune out. Uh, time doesn't exist. Track five. Um, this is a song that like I really dig, uh, because of um the message, you know the. I, I, it's something near and dear to my heart, you know, I'm pretty much speaking my heart out on this song about how I feel, and um, no matter what's going on, I still want to have a positive outlook, and I do want to realize that, like, this time stuff, you know, 
time is so, such a valuable commodity for us, more so than money. I could get money back, but can't get the time wasted. But if you reprogram your mind, reset your mind, which sometimes you need to do to clear out, um, you do realize that, oh, shit, time is something that someone made up, you know. Uh, a few thousand years ago, they figured out, like, hey, man, we could get more productivity out of people if we had a set schedule, and you know what I mean? You realize that, oh, shit, time is not real. Um, time just keeps going and keeps going, and it's eternal. It's forever. That's not something that you can keep track of. Uh, mathematically, you could try, but it, it's just uh, you realize that when when you when you tune out, and you reprogram your brain and you're doing like hallucinogens or on a shamanic trip or whatever, you you do realize that uh, time is something that they made up. Uh, time, you feel like, uh, you feel the difference, you know, that, that your internal clock, your internal spirit, your your internal youth, your um, these things, uh, they, they don't equate to the... 24 hours that we're allotted, you know, you feel like, uh, time is just forever. It's just, it's ever expanding in the universe. And, um, this is very deep, very spiritual, um, a little esoteric. Um, that's just who I am as a person. Um, now time doesn't exist. We kind of wanted, um, sort of like a vibe where like, um, I don't want to say 80s, but we kind of wanted to have like a bouncy sort of uh, sort of track where the synths are kind of bouncing and um, they, they, they're just going in and out, um, the, the shifting of the pitch. I don't know if you see those those keyboards. They have the side scrollers, the wheels where you could change the... You could change like the oscillation of the sound. We kind of wanted like a, a wavy, like a... Like a kind of like a... Like a like a zigzagging back and forth kind of like kind of uh kind of sound, um, and I totally just went with it. Um, I think the original beat was titled "Air" or something like that. So I I it definitely sounds like that, um, and yeah. So that that that's pretty much it. You know, nothing too deep. Um, track six, focus. That song is uh to me that song is about like. It's a little controversial to me. That song is about the death of life, genocide, uh, euthanasia. Um, There's a lot of Planned Parenthood scandals um, that they were like um, paying off politicians to look, turn a blind eye to the fact that they were uh, selling black uh, fetuses on the black market, um, African American fetuses, white fetuses. Um, selling them to politicians, celebrities. Uh, it, it it's kind of about that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into whether I think abortion is right or wrong, or any of that stuff, any of the political stuff. I'm not I'm not gonna get into that. But I will get into, you know, selling uh, fetuses on the black market. That's wrong, no matter how you slice it and dice it. Whether it's for stem cell research or or whatever. Um, you know, that could have been me, you know, my, my spirit, my consciousness that I could have been sold. Um, and I, I say some things that are kind of really personal, uh, in my life, you know, with my family, my parents, you know, what they told me when, when I, 
um, you know, they left the clinic. They were going to do it. You know what I mean? I'm a product of, I, I could have been that. Um, it's a little personal to talk about, but, um, you know, they, they left. They did something, something decided that inside them that it wasn't for them. And my, they wanted my life to have a meaning, a purpose. And um, it, that's kind of what that's about. You know, I could have been on the black market. I could have been, you know, never die easy, could have never came out. You know, my, my spirit, my consciousness, um, it, it, could have, it could have ceased to exist. And um, it's just something to think about. Um, I, don't, I don't really want to talk about the politics. I don't really want... I, um, I took certain songs off this album for that reason. But, uh, yeah, just, um, just focus, man. Really focus and, and see the bigger picture of it all. And really ask yourself, you know, are the are the choices I'm making right now, will it hurt me later on? Will it hurt society later on? Later on, will it will it affect? You know, there's a cause and effect, sort of like a it's sort of like a butterfly effect sort of thing. Um, that that's what focus is. You know, there's sort of underlying themes in, in the song about that. Um, number seven, welcome to the future. Uh, this song is purely about like transhumanism, singularity, uh, being a cyborg, uh, living forever, uh, computers exceeding human intelligence. When computers take over, when AI just takes over, when we're in the the virtual reality, and um, a big influence for this song was definitely Ray Kurzweil. Um, just read his books and watching his lectures. Also, Craig Venner too. Um, these sort of uh, transhumanist types you see on TED Talks and they talk about singularity and, um, you know, nanobot technology and that that's pretty much what it is. Um, it was sort of like a, a techno-centric beat that the producer made and uh, I think it just fit perfect. Um, you know, I got, I got guitars on it. I got like heavy metal guitars in the background. You can kind of get a little heavy metal vibe, but also like a techno sort of like an EDM electronic vibe as well. Welcome to the future is just uh, basically the future is here. The future is now. There is no, hey, uh, what's going to happen 10, 20 years from now? No, like the, the writing's on the wall now. The blueprints are already laid out. Um, it's just a matter of when, when and where and are consumers ready for it? We have everything that we've ever dreamed about and never thought about. Like we live in a time where people just fantasized about you know, people fucking 100 years ago, 200 years ago, 1,000 years ago, they've all dreamed and philosophized about the times that we live in now. The times that we take for granted every day, that we wake up and and we live, we take it for granted because we, we're, we're in it. We're immersed in this reality, this augmented reality, right? But for thousands of years, hundreds of years, thousands of years, whatever the case is, people have thought about this future that we live in. Like, man, I wonder what's going to be like thousands of years from now or in the year 2000, whatever. Like, you ever see movies where it's like old as fuck, but they're talking about like the year 2000 something and they got like flying cars and all this futuristic shit. Like, you know, we live in those times that people have, have fantasized about. And I just want to make it clear to people that the future is laid out for us. It's already coming. It's just, are we ready for it yet? Um, is it economically viable to have it right now or to, to put it out? Um, the future is here. The future is now. There, there is no uh, thinking about it. There is no uh, philosophizing about it. 
it's all here it's here now it's ready uh just 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 sit back enjoy the show get your popcorn and just watch it all come together um you know in in this song i talk about you know in 2019 uh you know computers will uh be compatible with the human brain you know and uh it's crazy you know and that's why i wanted to drop the album you know now because when i wrote the song a few years back um i think i I think i did the song like late 2015 2016 um i I mentioned you know in 2019 you know because i'm with the rate of accelerated returns and moore's law and things like that you know every few years things are supposed to get better smaller more compact chips are supposed to get better and um it, it there's there's a scientific method for that you know in like neural networks and and things like that if you check out uh the other episode of my podcast about uh artificial neural nets um play that before you listen to this song if you want a full understanding of what's going on uh shout out dr anthony barker a scientist at the the lab over here um yeah, so we talked a little bit about that. So, yeah, you know, get familiar with uh, artificial neural nets and uh, transhumanism, singularity, nanobot technology, um, de- uh, AI winters, um, the Luddite mu- movement. Uh, Luddite is a movement of people who are anti-technology. This goes back to the American Revolution or the Industrial Revolution, I should say, not, not American Revolution. When uh, factories were starting to take over uh, manual labor and uh the industrial revolution you know people were losing their jobs to machines and people started to revolt and say no fuck that we need our jobs we're we're going to see the same thing is the future we're we're going to see people stand up and and take revolt against technology you will see it and that that's sort of the underlying theme of destroy your idols you know destroy everything technology the people, the figures, the, the, the political movements, the system of governments, financial banking institutions, everything. Everything needs to be fucking destroyed, wiped out, and we need to start new all over again. Um, destroy your religion, destroy your money, destroy your, the way of thinking. Everything you ever thought in your life was a fucking lie. Uh, destroy drugs, destroy crime, destroy uh, evil, destroy good, destroy it all and start start anew and uh welcome to the future is definitely inspired by you know sci-fi and uh i'm gonna give all my my inspirations in the liner notes of the album when it comes out so when you read the back of the cd um you will see the influences of the album my name movies tv shows um you know um, welcome to the future and and time doesn't exist man those two songs are very like I don't know if you watch Black Mirrors or whatever. When I when I was working on this album, I never heard of Black Mirrors, but it was already out in the UK. And then when I finished the album, I got privy to the the US show that came out on the Netflix. And then I started watching it. And I'm like, oh shit! Like they're on the same page I'm on. You know, I'm making the music, and then they're making the fucking the the TV show about what I'm talking about. So, um, there was an episode in, I think like. A, I don't know what season they're on now, but a few seasons back there was an episode which was similar to Welcome to the Future and similar to Time Doesn't Exist, uh, where, like, the, I think a lesbian couple, um, one was imaginative, uh, she falls in love. I think there, there was, like, an island or a beach or something. I forgot the name. 
but um, she's like in the hospital and she's having her consciousness imagine this scenario where she's on a beach with a lover or something like that. Um, again, very similar. Like that could be the fucking music video to that song or, you know, the, the, the visuals to it. Um, definitely check that out. Um, science fiction. Um, definitely read into it. Isaac Asimov, you know, people like that. The great writers. Science fiction is science fact. It just hasn't been developed or or purchased yet for the commercial level. Um, like uh, the future is now. We have it. We just consumers aren't really ready for things yet. You know, consumers are very fickle. You could have the most greatest uh, innovation out, but if your consumers aren't ready to purchase that product. You know, you're going to wait 10, 15 years. Like like when the iPad first came out, when Steve Jobs first developed it, uh, he had it like 20, 30 years or something before it came out. You know, they weren't ready yet. It's all about timing and, and corporations and things like that. They know this. So they're not going to give you things that consumers aren't ready for yet. It's a, it's a slow, progradual pro, uh, slow, progressive, uh, gradual process. Yeah. And... Right now, we're not ready for all those things yet, but you will see it, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, even 20 years from now, if the world doesn't completely implode and, and, and the world doesn't completely end by that because natural resources are being depleted, weather is changing, things, things are happening. Um, if we make it another 15 to 20 years, we're actually not even supposed to make it until September 9th. It's what, today is September 1st? Scientists are saying that an asteroid is said to collide with Earth September 9th. Originally, I wanted this album to come out in September. I wanted it to come out September 9th or September 12th, which is my birthday. Shout, shout out to Virgos out there. But just in case the asteroid does come, I, I wanted the album to come out and I wanted people to digest it. So I decided to put you know late August as the release I will drop the physical soon. I'm still waiting to get those. Uh, it should be up another month, maybe maybe two the latest. Um, but yeah, this is just, you know, I wanted to put it out there just in case, you know, if we die or something, you, you get to have Destroy Your Idols, you know, the last J. Merck album. Even though it's not my last album, I got a few more I'm going to put out, and then I'm done. Um, I got uh, Golden Calf, and I got uh, uh, another, like, a uh, new school type of album, and then I'm probably going to do, like, a collection of, like, unreleased songs that just never had a home, you know. Outtakes, B-sides, demos, things like that. And then um, I'm officially retiring from music. Yes, you heard it here. A few more albums, like, three three projects, and I'm officially hanging it up. There's just so much going on. I want to switch the endeavors. I want to, you know, you know dabble into photography, maybe acting, maybe um, different things. I'm not going to stop being an artist by any means, but I'm just going to, you know, pivot to different mediums. So, yeah, uh, Destroy Your Idols means a lot to me. It's an album that I really love, and uh, it's a it's a concept that I thought about, dreamed about, prayed about, um, and now is the time to put it out, you know. Uh, it, it's no It's no better time than now. I could have put out a, I could have put it out a few years ago when I completed it, when when it was near completion I should say, um, but it would have got engulfed in all the shit that's surrounding it, all the fucking political drama, the the news, 
bullshit, the fake news, the the scandals, the the allegation, everything. It would have got it would have got sucked up right into that vortex. Now that we're kind of coming out of the tail end of that, and uh, Mercury retrograde is over, and uh, you know the, these things are the the smoke is starting to clear out a little bit, and these things are starting to like people are kind of getting past it a little bit. I think now is the time to just be like, drop this, drop this bomb on them. And uh, I really hope you guys like it. It, it. it sounds like, to me, and to other people that have heard it so far, it plays like one big song. It doesn't sound like a little project, you know. Um, it, it's, it, it just sounds like one song. You know, I recommend just playing it all the way through. I, I wanted to keep it short so we could play it back and um, you, you don't get tired of it. So I, I recommend just listening to it all the way through and then, uh, you know, reflecting on what you heard and then maybe listening to it, you know, uh, later on or on the next day or whatever. Um, just really listen to it, pick apart the little gems, the Easter eggs, and uh, just get ready for the future because it's here and we're living it. So with that being said, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I mean, uh, it's, we're already like 40 minutes here. I wasn't expecting it to go this long. But yeah, uh, I appreciate the listeners all over the world, um, and I appreciate the people tuning into this podcast. You know, I am getting views on this and plays on this that I wasn't expecting. So I people are still listening. I apologize for the wait. I will do more of these. I just need to find the time. You know, between you know work and professional life and my 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 outside life of my hobbies and things I like, it's just uh, all kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I I won't neglect this podcast. This is something that I I do want to do, and um, it, it's a nice little outlet for people. And uh, people are definitely connecting with it, and they definitely feel that there's some value in it, because I've had a few people um, come up to me with some questions and some dialogue about it, and um, they're like, "Hey, thank you for this." Like I've had a few a few people thank me for this already. Like, "Hey, thank you for what you're doing," you know. And uh, that means a lot to me, so I'm definitely going to continue on. I do want to end this on uh, a note with an, an African proverb. Okay, it's a quote. Uh, they, they don't know where it comes from, but it, it comes from Africa. Quote, a speaker of truth has no friends. End quote. And this is the same quote you'll find on my business cards. If you see me in person, if I hand you a business card with my website and email and number, um, right on the front of the business card, you'll see my website. And underneath it, you'll see that very quote. That's a quote that's very near and dear to my heart because I always keep it real. I speak the truth. I try to be exemplary in my, my private life as well as my public life. I want to be the same person. Whether you see in public, I'm the same in private. I'm not hiding nothing. Um, I live a kosher life. I, at least I try to. Um, I, I I don't, you know, I, I try to keep it real. I try to keep it kosher, clean. Um, I just try to, I try to live righteous. That's, that's, that's what I do. And this is not religious. This is not political. It has nothing to do with any of those things. You could be righteous and you could be an atheist. You could be a, s- a Satanist. You could be whatever the fuck and you could still be righteous. So, yeah, man, destroy your idols much love um my new album golden calf you did get a drop today you heard me mention golden calf that is the the new title for the new album coming out early next year probably first quarter to second quarter next year 
um, golden calf will be ready. And golden calf, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a hip hop album on steroids. You're gonna hear crazy lyrics and just uh, occult references and magic references and secret society and it's just it's just gonna be super esoteric album, man. So be on the lookout for that. But into me to the meantime, right now, destroy your idols. That is the new wave. Destroy your fucking idols. Anyone ever did anything bad to you in your life or politicians made the wrong decisions and negatively affected you, uh, you know, teachers, mentors, um, everyone you knew in your life that, that tried to like school you or look down upon you or impose some kind of authority, you know, fuck them all, man. Destroy your idols, destroy and rebuild. You can become God. And, or one with God. To some, that's the same thing. To some, that's different. But you could become God. You could become one with God, one with the universe, one with nature. We are humans. No matter how much we try to be cyborgs and, and cybernetic and, you know, uh, cry, cryogenic preservation of brains and things like that. At the end of the day, they they hate the fact that the, the transhumanist people, the futurist people... They kind of despise the fact that we're humans and we do have limitations. We do die. We we are finite, right? This upsets them. Uh, they want to live forever. They want, and there's something wrong with that. I'm really big on that. I'm considering freezing my fucking brain when I check out. Like I'm really into transhumanism and singularity. Um, I, I love it. Like cyborgs and shit like that. I think that's fucking awesome. Like live. Who doesn't want to live forever as a cyborg, right? But. At the end of the day, I am a human, I am spiritual, and it's like playing with God a little bit, you know, like, I'm, I'm I'm in the middle, man, I'm somewhere in the middle, you know, I love being a human, I love my spiritual humanity side, but I also love science, and I love to see where things are going, you know, so it's kind of like a, in the middle, you know, um, fuck it all, destroy it all, man, let's just all die together, man, some people just want to see the world burn, man, I, I might be one of them, I don't know, but yeah, man, anyways, destroy your idols, thank you guys. Um, I, I will probably do another podcast sooner than later, maybe before the end of this month, maybe one early next month. Thank you all again. I am Jay Merck, your host, tuning out. Destroy your idols, man. Big ups. DJ Sadu, man. My brother. One love.